Welcome to Japan According to Akio. Everything you wanted to know or didn't think you needed to know about Japan. With me, your host, Akio, living in Japan since 2004 and giving you the lowdown on what it's like to live in and around Tokyo. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 37.、Um, it's a bit of a shorter episode, a bit rushed. Um, not really my best work, I want to call it work, or my best performance.、Um, I, you know, did a quick、uh, reply to Danielle's reply to our initial email.、Uh, hi, Danielle. And、um, uh, just wandered, rambled on a bit. Did an article.、Uh, I thought it wasn't going to be related to what I talked about before, but it kind of was. Again, like I just didn't have confidence in this episode. It felt kind of rushed. It wasn't really my.、Eh. So, I don't know. You tell me what you think about it. Uh, and uh, next week. But, but、uh, the good news is we decided on the topic for next week, which I think will be pretty good. It'll be a more historical, economic related topic. I got quite a bit of、uh, secondhand information, stories, and stuff like that. I could share about that. So, look out for that. Sorry about this week. Enjoy if you can. <laughs> All right, and we're back. We're back. My apologies. My apologies. My apologies. But we are back in this thing for episode number 37. 37. On a rainy, cold ass night in Tokyo. Weird weather situation going on.、Um, yeah, we just got low temperatures, rain. It's like, feels like it's fall basically for the next couple days. Sorry about that. In Tokyo. So, um,. Let me adjust my shit. Sorry.、Um, so, yeah, i am got a hoodie on, got the fucking carpet on, like、uh, the heated carpet on, and the whole, and the whole nine, ready to give it to you.、Um, I've been saying it a few times, but I really think this is going to be a shorter episode. <laughs> I keep saying it and keep lying to y'all, but、um, hopefully I can stick to it this time because. Yeah, it's pretty late at night,、um, as always.、Um, but I、um, have to manage my sleeping time tonight because tomorrow I'm working without a break. So,、uh, my job. So, I'm going to try and do like a compacted schedule tomorrow for the first time. So, like normally when I work, when I'm up at night doing. You know, my shit, I、um, get sleepy as fuck during the day and I have to take a power nap. Like, you know,、um, if it's like a two minute nap or today I was knocked out for like 20 minutes just during a break. But I ain't got time to do that shit tomorrow, so I'm going to have to like sleep at a decent hour、um, and get enough rest tonight. So、um, I got to like, you know, get things moving on this show.、Um, I'm going to adjust my shit again. Wait, hold on. Levitate the. It's not even the mic, it's my fucking iPhone. <laughs> but, but okay. Yeah, let me, let me just adjust my shit, make sure I'm in the right position. All right, <clears throat> to be comfortable. Yep, so, 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 so. Just coming again, coming off Golden Week holiday. My apologies、um, for this late upload. I'm like two days after, you know, like this is Tuesday night. Now, normally I upload and record on Sundays, but、um, again, just a lot of shit was flying around. I just was not in any position to record the past couple days. So, if you saw my Instagram post, I kind of posted just, just apologizing 
and letting you know like and again tonight i was like fuck i gotta record but um you know i can't put it off for another day so um yeah yeah we're here and we're here and hopefully i got a good quality episode for you um before i get into everything again as always um hit me up akil on instagram at a-K-I-L dot W-A-T-S-O-N. Give me some likes. Give me some comments. Let me know what you think about the joint joint. You know, um, questions for Akil. Uh, questions, F-O-R-A-K-I-L at gmail.com. Anything you want to know, I'm a fucking open book of bullshit ass knowledge or I don't know, crazy experiences here in Japan. So <laughs> let me know what you think. Um, but that's pretty, yeah, that's pretty much it. Again, I'm going to jump into everything. I'm going to start, you know, thanks again to Danielle. Danielle, um, hopefully you're listening. I got your email. I replied to you, and I just wanted to tell everyone, you know, the several handful of people listening. Um, yeah, Danielle hit me back up. Gave me some really good feedback on the show. Um, you know, I'm, I'm happy the, the toilet... Uh, episode was was useful for you just a little bit follow-up information on that i kind of maybe might not have clarified it as much um as i should have but um pretty much like toilets like you know japanese style toilets are um yeah it's kind of hit or miss like you won't i've never seen like a a a row full of japanese uh, uh, like you know maximum capacity japanese style toilets i either see you know all western style toilets or they have one that's a japanese style toilet um in a lot of the bigger or, or older station train stations like i might you might see one of them it's just, it just becomes the issue like if you know because nobody fucking uses them right like unless they goddamn have to it's in the men's bathroom so like if all of them are full that's the only one that's going to be open, you know, so because everyone else is just like if they can hold it, basically, we'll just wait or, um, you know, um, yeah, but but pretty much there have been several times where I'm like, all right, kind of need to go to the bathroom. I'm like, you know, well, there's one open. Yes. And I'm like, whoop, I can hold it. <laughs> I'm not going to do that shit again. So, you know, no pun intended. So, um that's all for that um your feedback again yeah about my drinking uh on i know everyone who listens knows i'm i know it's true i'm just a terrible drinker on the podcast like i cringe every time i need to like take a sip of something because it's just like screechingly loud on the audio i'm just like you know (laughs) i'm aware of it too um I've been trying different techniques and like to, but it just doesn't work. Like to be honest, I was thinking about it just before recording. Like I am every time in my life, like almost every situation, I try to be nonchalant about something. It just turns out like how I drink shit. It's just com- ridiculously obvious what I'm trying to do. Um, and you know, like if I try and like you know pop a breath mint in casually, it'll just, I'll just like open it and they'll go spilling all over the floor or some shit like that. Like you know. So, um, I think also I feel a bit of pressure, um, with the podcast to kind of constantly keep talking also as well. Um, I say, um, a lot too, you know, I used to say, uh, you know what I'm saying a lot, but that's been replaced with, um, uh, so which was, which is one thing that Danielle pointed out. 
I've been paying a lot more attention to more professional, a lot more professional people than me and how they talk on their podcasts. And that I think slowing down my pace might be a little bit more beneficial to the quality of the audio I give out, which I'm trying to do right now. And I'm noticing that I'm not saying um, really, I yeah, that's kind of how I teach. You know, how, how I talk to you is kind of how I teach, really. It's just if I'm excited about something or interested in something, I kind of start to speak at a bit of a manic pace. If, you know, I'm, I'm actually choosing my words a bit more carefully or, or something like that, uh, you know, I, I tend to to slow down quite a bit more and speak more with my head, not so much, you know, just shoot from the hip, if you will. So I'm not quite sure which is best um you know again just any moment of silence just talking to you guys honestly any moment of silence on the podcast i feel awkward just because there's no one else there to kind of pick up the ball and run with it it's just me i feel i for now like i'm enjoying doing this podcast by myself you know i think there's still quite a bit of information about japan that like raw information that i got that i just kind of coming out with that hasn't i haven't really like you know i'm like goddamn wakanda with the vibranium you know we just scratching the surface of this shit so um i feel like there's a lot more i can do solo still before i you know even think about uh reaching out to other people or anything like that and plus also like again this is kind of like my hobby my side thing um i yeah i don't really have the time to invest into uh growing the podcast at this moment like i thought i would you know the end of last year i was really exploring options into doing that and really actively trying to do it now you know if i pick up one or two listeners you know um a week or a month or whatever the fuck like i'm like oh my gosh there's more people listening to this shit you know but generally just having like a handful of y'all who i you know listen to this listen to me like is is good enough for me right now uh it, it is again more of like a anthology i guess and, and you know somewhere down the line i might be able to do something with all of this recorded information and, and shit like that you know when i have more time to get it together so I think that's kind of where I am with it. Um, there was one more thing I wanted to say in response to Danielle. I got I got the bathroom stuff. I got my crappy ass drinking skills. I got my fucking shitty ass saying of um my unprofessionalism down. <laughs> I feel like there was something else I wanted to say, but uh, I, again I didn't write it down. So sorry if I forgot something, you know, or um, you wanted me to expand on something, Danielle. As or anyone else is always hit, just hit me up. Questions for Keel is the best way to do it. Or again, on Instagram is another way to do it. Just do it. Just do it. So um, that's that. Yeah, my golden week was good. I just I'm kind of a little bit hyper now too. I, I feel it because we went to fucking Costco and got this big ass. Oh, I remember. I remember. I remember. Um, before I start talking about Costco. Um, Danielle mentioned, yeah, me talking about the air conditioner before and the heater and shit like that. And, um, well, the reason why I, you, you probably don't hear that you haven't heard the air conditioner. Um, once or twice, there's another heater that I know it picked up when, um, I turned it off a loud beep. I run 
I use this audio processing software, online audio processing software called system called Auphonic. So basically it just uh, balances out the levels of the podcast and all that shit, cancels out background noise and shit like that um, automatically. So I just kind of, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't have the time or skill to like edit the audio like manually, but it does a really good job of just like balancing out all the audio levels and shit like that. So um, I never... You know, I, I use like a pop filter on my phone and I just got a pop filter stand and I just run it through that audio processing software. So that kind of like, you know, it's raining now and you, you, you probably it probably won't pick it up. But if I didn't run it through that software, it'll probably pick it up and pick up a whole bunch of other shit. So I know um, I think a few episodes ago it was picking up a lot of shit like, again, you, you might hear this or something like me rubbing my hands on the carpet. I think that's what it was like when I move around and move my body a bit. Um, I think it picks that up. So uh, I'm tr- going to try and stay still, you know, so that doesn't really distract from the audio i think the last episode or two episodes ago sounded kind of it picked it up and i was kind of like cringing as i listened to it but um that's about it and again i I will try and make an effort to stop fucking saying um all the time the drinking i don't know what i'm gonna be able to do about that i might just have to just make an awkward timeout and just drink something quietly instead of trying to speak and drink at the same time because that's pretty much what i'm doing so that's about it. Okay, so to, tonight, let's get into the fucking show. Let's get the show on the motherfucking road and get this thing going. Because uh, it's not going to be too long. Again, because I got to get my ass to bed. Oh, yeah, but I was saying Costco. Anyway, yeah, so Golden Week's finished in Japan, in Tokyo. Um, everyone, yeah, again, went, flooded the highways and everything. Uh, my family stayed here i had a few days off family time good stuff it was it was really nice um got some other stuff done good momentum going and everything like that all that jazz but um we we went to costco (laughs) and you know of course just load up on all this imported ass like shit and this huge tub of tiramisu is like in the fucking fridge and uh, you know um tonight i was just like okay eat early um you know don't do too much no snacks and then i go upstairs and i come back down and they're like oh hey we got this big ass tub of tiramisu we ate some tiramisu here's some fucking tiramisu and it's just sitting on the goddamn table and of course i was like all right let me just eat this shit before um i start recording because i'm not gonna eat it after but i mean it's not a huge thing of tiramisu compared to probably what i would be eating if i were outside of japan but you know, it's still like eating tiramisu at night, which is like, uh, I don't really do that much. So, I don't know, again, I'm just eating like shit recently, um, just because, like, uh, I'm just not really focused on that right now. I'm just really just trying to hit my project and get it done. Um, my 2D animated videos that I'm doing and get it off the ground. So, again, as always, that's kind of what I'm doing tonight. I can't do that much shit because it's getting late and, again, I got to go to bed. So, But I did some, do some stuff earlier. But anyway, I'm goddamn, I'm getting so goddamn sidetracked tonight. <laughs> it's like this shit has no relevance to the fucking show. Um, but whatever. 
Okay, tonight what I got in store is one article. I was going back and forth. I was reading another article earlier about... Um, uh, I, maybe I can just summarize it. That's what I'll do. Uh, it's on my phone, but it was another Japan Times article talking about um, tourist tourism pollution, tourism pollution or tourist pollution. Which is a really um, interesting concept. The article kind of got a bit heavy and focused on China and things like that quite a bit more. Um, I mean, historically, China, Korea, and Japan, or specifically China and Korea have a beef with Japan. I'm not going to get into it historically, um, just from back in the day, you know, World War times. And there's, there's always this kind of, I feel it too in Japan, this kind of awkward mumbled thing like is tension if you will undercurrent of I, 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 I I'm not really gonna speak on it too deeply because it can just it can just go completely off the rails but um there's this weird relationship between the countries that's kind of carried over from that and um and the article was talking about, you know, just the increased <coughs> tourism into Japan. Okay, I'm going to try and take a sip. Bear with me, you guys. Let's see what the fuck I do. Okay. Yeah. I'll just stop the show and just do it that way, I guess. Um, but um, there's this kind of... Okay, so yeah, tourism has been increasing year by year for the past several years. Um, especially as we move more towards the Olympics and there's been a larger influx of tourists, specifically Chinese and Korean tourists and, and from other Asian countries make up the majority of tourists coming into Japan nowadays. And the one, the one interesting point about that article was, um, that, and I see it too as well, the view in Japanese media tends to be skewered towards, more towards Western people that are um, coming into Japan, you know, people from Europe, North America, um, uh, fucking Australia, New Zealand, things like that, uh, kind of gets more skewed in that way. The image you get is more like the focus is more on those people, even though um, they don't make up, they don't even make up half of the people coming into Japan, really. So... And again, it gets kind of the reasons why I get kind of quite touchy. Uh, I can't even pull up the name of the article right now. I'm just not even going to do it. Um, but yeah, it, it was going as far. The article went a little bit deeper, saying like some traditional areas called like like Kyoto and things like that describe it as a tourist pollution. Like uh, what was it in Japanese? It was Kanko Kogai, I believe. Um, Koga meaning pollution, um, and Kanko meaning tourist. So tourist pollution, meaning just like a flood of tourists kind of spoils the, the sanctity, quote unquote, if you will, of, of the area, you know, because you got like people flooding in, taking pictures, taking selfies with selfie sticks, like, you know, you know, not doing things in the Japanese way. And again, that's kind of, the conundrum, if you, ooh, I'm just pulling out big words tonight. The conundrum that um, Japan is kind of in because, you know, opening the borders of Japan versus 
conserving what quote the quote unquote purity of Japan, uh, you know what makes Japan special, and not letting allowing Japan to lose itself. Um, is kind of a conflict that Japan is really pretty much in the middle of, and is maybe only just beginning. I feel like because this type of stuff is something that can't kind of can't get turned back, really. So I'm kind of interested. I'm just sitting on the sidelines just with my popcorn, just watching this shit. Because you know, I mean, to be honest with you, I could give I could give a fuck. <laughs> I could care less either way. Um, you know, if Japan stays very Japanese. Eh, you know, whatever, like, I'm kind of used to it. And if it does continue to grow and develop into, like, this, you know, a more internationalized country, um, there's a lot of questions, and but there's also a lot of opportunities for me, my son, and my, you know, descendants, if you will, in this country, if they choose to stay in this country. So, um yeah, you know, and again, I'm. It's not my culture. It's not my people. I'm kind of an outsider living here, so I feel personally like I don't have the right to really stick my nose in it and say what people should do. I just I have the choice, uh, as I always say, to kind of go back to America anytime I feel like it. So I just kind of like sit on the sidelines and just like watch, you know, what's gonna what happens, and you know, just like. Marv Albert or something like a like an NBA announcer just calling you know the plays and, and and how I see what's going on and how things are developing. So, um, but yeah, I mean, if, if you want to dig for that article, go for it. Like I, yeah, yeah I, I just kind of hesitate to go deep into that territory and, and encourage people to go deep into that territory, especially people who are. You know, if if someone's living in Japan and has lived in Japan for a while, they, I would feel more comfortable talking about the nuances of that topic, especially um, Japanese people in relation to Chinese and Korean people. Uh, um, but you know, just off the surface, off the break, there's so many nuances and so much um, shit that goes into that topic. I just hesitate to kind of go any deeper into it you know i kind of because it's something as a person coming into japan um raising that topic or anything like that is quite taboo if you will like it, it kind of came actually it kind of came up in one of my lessons there. that's kind of why i thought about it and um um i just kind of had to tap dance around it to the best of my ability to be honest with you uh, it is just one of those things so my advice is i mean you you know you you won't really hear any japanese like i've never heard a japanese person say like fuck china or fuck south korea or anything like that i've never heard that but you'll just hear like i don't uh, okay see 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 i'm not even going to get into it because again I, i'm not going to paint japanese people with broad strokes like that like my only advice would be don't bring it up, okay? Um, yeah, don't. Like, hey, what do you think about China? Like, don't do that, okay? <laughs> Would be my advice um, if you're moving here or living here or a Western person. Um, you know, talking, speaking with Japanese people living in Japan. Just, just don't bring it up because it's such a. It's kind of like going to a black person and being like, "So, how do you feel about slavery?" You know, or you know, things, something like that. Like, I've just been reading, learning about Jim Crow. What did you know? What was that all about? Like, or something like that. Like, it's kind of one of those kind of topics that just kind of 
uh, you know, civil rights movement, huh? Like, you know, like, <laughs> just don't, don't do it. It's kind of one of those things. So, so yeah, um, that's my general advice related to that. Um, but the topic that I do have, uh, and I'm just only going to really just go off on this topic. I don't even know how, how long I can go off on this. Like reading this, the article was, I think a bit interesting and it might be, uh, interesting to you as well. Um, there's kind of, yeah, there's kind of fucking a lot of negative news in Japan right now. So I'm not getting into any of that shit. If you go digging around the rabbit hole, I'm just looking at some of the other related articles at the top of the page. Like, don't ask me about that shit because I'm not touching it. Um, but um, the top article that I'm de- that I want to focus on is the feudal era of for nah, is the feudal era over for Japan's talent agencies? One more time, is the feudal era over for Japan's talent agencies? And I said I'd I'd come with a totally completely different topic, but I'm fucking lied. <laughs> I didn't lie, but I'm wrong. I was wrong. But because uh, now that I, as soon as I read the top the title, I was like, oh fuck, this is kind of related to corporations again. Um, but I'll try and skew it more into Japan's um, talent agency. So um, pretty much what the article talks about is the fact that a lot of like uh, talent agencies in Japan have a real stranglehold on their um their acts basically you know performers comedians and things like that they really tightly control it it's like a syndicate it's it, you know and they just run shit you know um they're the gatekeepers or they have been up until now but there have been a series of mini revolts or or pushbacks from artists or celebrities and things like that here. And um, it's kind of showing maybe some cracks in the armor for them. Um, You can read about it yourself. It's a pretty lengthy article, but pretty good, though. You know, I I read the whole thing, surprise. (laughs) Um, I'm just not going to go into it just for time. Uh, But... But, you know, B. Takeshi is uh, Kitano Takeshi, you know, one of the most recognizable actors uh, from Japan. I'm sure if you see his picture, if you don't know who the fuck I'm talking about, you see his picture, you'll be like, okay, oh, that dude. Um, And in other talent agencies, I want to talk about Johnny's, Janice, Janice, I always fuck it up, Janice. But if you look at the word, it's Johnny's really, but no one says Johnny's here. I don't know why. Johnny's is like I'll just say Johnny's fuck it um excuse me sorry um fucking tiramisu Uh, (laughs) um so Johnny's is like this this huge talent agency and they one of their lead acts for like 20 years was this group called is this group called was this group called SMAP S-M-A-P so um I don't even know how to categorize SMAP, but they were fucking huge. And the thing, and basically there was, last year there was this big rift and, and a few members of the of the fucking group left the talent agency, which is huge because, you know, again, they are like the gatekeepers of everything. So, you know, every, Japanese, I'm gonna, oh fuck, I'm going all over the place. This, this episode is off the rails. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This, uh, 
personally, I would probably want to delete this. And uh, I'm just telling you right now, I'd probably want to delete this and start over, but it's already two days late. So I'm just going to put it out there. But I've just kind of gone completely off track this episode and everything. So my apologies for it, but I got to just keep it real with you. And, you know, I'll put it out just because, you know, I got to put something out and there's no way I can start over right now at this point in the night. But um, the topic, the main topic of, of uh, it's probably the sugar from the tiramisu get me all amped up. And I can't focus. But um, basically, um, Johnny's is a huge talent agency and Japanese people generally... Um, you know, in general, not only in music, the music industry, kind of like things to be done the quote unquote proper way and through the correct channels. You've heard me talk about, I think it was way back in the Halloween. If you go back and listen to like the Halloween episode, I talked about it a bit, how, you know, someone to be responsible and someone to be in charge, a tantosha, if you will, a person in charge of something. Um, where, you know, who will take responsibility for something if something happens or something like that. So, um, like, officially sanctioned kind of shit is really a big deal in Japan. Like, just one person rocking up like, hey, I can do X, Y, Z, doesn't really fly so much in Japan. Like, generally, they need, like, a larger entity that they can, that people can wrap their brains around. It's kind of um, how the country works up to now. So... The the entertainment industry has always been like that as well. You know, you have larger agencies and things like that who have close, you know, contacts and ties and they have a lot of power. So really able to dictate the terms to, to up and coming stars and things like that and really basically bully them and, and get them to do whatever the fuck they want. But again, that's all changing. From my perspective, it's changing with the power of the Internet. Because, you know, a lot of the stars and um, and talents, they're kind of like, yo, we don't even need TV like that anyway. Like, young people ain't even watching TV anymore. You know, everyone's online, and, like, y'all motherfuckers can't control online. Y'all don't have any pull online. Y'all don't even understand online anyway. So, and that's actually what happened with SMAP, where... Um, they were, I guess, unhappy. I don't know all the details because, again, I don't really give a fuck about the group like that. But they, um, they basically, like, one of the dudes, I forgot his name, uh, Takuya or something like some shit like that. One of the dudes, basically, he's on TV, like, in dramas all the time. He's, like, the main dude that all the, like, 40 plus women fucking love. And, like, you know, he's loving the shit. Like, he's making the money. He's the man. So he wanted to stay with Johnny's. I think I'm getting this correctly. And the, I believe three of the members wanted to leave. Like, the three that weren't really popping as much, you know, they weren't really that happy. So I think with the, their manager, they left the agency or some shit like that. But they've done online shit. They really focus on online shit, you know. I'm similar to kind of like what Will Smith has done as well. You know, you notice how if you're up on that, how Will Smith has kind of become a YouTube sensation now to kind of keep his name alive, right? Because, again... Younger people don't give a fuck about Will Smith. He's just some old dude now, right? Like, so, um, you gotta reinvent yourself, especially with the online community. So, people who are kind of thinking ahead are really focusing on that. 
And they're kind of realizing like TV doesn't really have the power of pull that it used to. Of course, outside of Japan, everyone knows this, but this is really like a groundbreaking concept here as well. Um, I mean, this is a groundbreaking concept here still. And I was just having, I was telling my wife, like I was having this conversation, like one of my students, uh, he's like a, a new guy and he's like a photographer and he's like a really dope photographer, like a real professional, like, you know, famous dude, actually young dude, you know, and, um, he, you know, I was just talking to him and, and about like, yo, you can just hit people up and be like, yo, outside Japan and be like, yo, what's up? I want to like meet and link up and maybe come to this city. Like, you know, can we connect? And he was like, really? You can just do that? I'm like, yeah, dude. Like, you don't understand the power of the internet. Like, Japan is fucking cool. Tokyo is fucking cool. You're a fucking famous photographer in Tokyo. You are fucking cool in outside. (laughs) You know, I literally spent like 15 minutes like convincing him that he's fucking cool because he's a, a famous photographer in Tokyo. And he just wouldn't believe me. You know, so, um, yeah, like... Though, you know, Instagram has only really gotten popular in Japan in the past year. To be honest with you, Japan really lags behind shit. I've probably talked about that as well in the past, too. And, um, you know, so seeing, uh, for me, you know, seeing articles, and this is an English publication. So I would even imagine, like, Japanese publications are even further behind on this ideal. It probably takes several more years for, like, a few people to break online and things like that now we got like a few youtubers here you know who doing crazy shit like buying like you know fucking um you know just doing like basic shit like you know um corporate sponsored tie-ins like you know supreme is blowing up crossed over and is blown up in japan like finally so it's like in the past like six months like supreme is cool for every person who like doesn't give a shit about like you know urban clothing at all like you know um but i remember seeing one of like the top youtubers in 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 japan like you know he bought like a louis vuitton supreme suitcase and it's just like oh it's it's red (laughs) you know i didn't even watch the video i'm not even gonna front like i watched the video i'm like i ain't got time for that but um but you know it, my point is these things are very much in the early stages and um but the, those cracks in the armor it, it are are forming and this is kind of what I w- I've been talking about like you know just industries and things like that are going to fade and crumble and those dinosaurs are going to fall and this for me it is just a, it might be a small thing you might even read the article and you be like so what but that type of shit is really huge in Japan. Like, you know, things are really self-contained traditionally here. Things are really, you know, aren't done by individuals on a ma- on a massive scale. You know, entrepreneurs don't really, you know, pop off like that. You know, here and nowadays, I would say. Um, my wife told me, like, in the past, you know, it used to be a bit more Wild West. We were talking about, like, the story of Nike and shit. Because, like, I guess because Nike's tied, roots are tied into Japan. Um, the the book that the dude, head dude at Nike wrote was, like, a big thing over here. Because, like, you know, Japan helped out Nike. Anything where Japan helps out another foreign entity is going to get pushed here in Japan because, like, 
you know, we did it, you know, kind of thing. We 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 made history. You know, this that nationalist kind of pride in Japan kind of comes out a bit sometimes. So, this is that book was another thing because it, it's, the roots of Nike are deeply tied to Japan. So, they had they there was a documentary on TV about it, and I, I wanted to record it for my wife, but I forgot to. But she saw it anyway. And so she, when we were going our way to Costco, you know, my son was sleeping. She was just like telling me all about it for like twenty, thirty minutes. I was just like, okay, yeah. Uh, half the shit I knew anyway, but I was just kind of like, you know, she it was new shit for her. So I just you gotta be a good husband and listen. Um, but the uh, the point of all that rant was that you know those typically like in that oh no no basically you know uh, she was telling me like back in the day the entrepreneurial spirit in japan was a lot stronger than it has been probably after the bubble economy burst in like the 80s oh maybe i'll talk about the bubble economy in in the future that's something i haven't really talked about on here um yeah let me hold on, let me make a note of that right now cool because this episode i feel is like some bullshit <laughs> sorry uh economy. i'm doing that one-handed that's why i'm typing so slow so all right when i get off of here i'm gonna take a picture of that and so i'll remind myself and i'll pull up some shit about the bubble economy because i've heard some stories about the bubble economy and um if you don't know what that was it's kind of the late 80s early 90s in japan where um similar to like before the um, Lehman collapse you know where Japan's economy had just expanded 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 and collapsed uh, at the end of the 80s and the early 90s and that event really fundamentally changed Japan and it's still um, you know experiencing the consequences of that today and um, after basically the bubble economy the entrepreneurial spirit of japan really kind of like has kind of waned quite a bit so um people don't really jump out there and do their own thing as much anymore so so um yeah i'm just gonna wrap things up here again sorry if this episode is crappy i'm probably gonna listen to it and just be disgusted (laughs) Uh, again like i'm just to be honest with you i'm i'm not pumping on all cylinders yet i'm not even on vacation mode it's just my whole schedule my whole format is just completely off for this week um just getting things going back back online back together um uh, fuck i still oh shit i just remembered something else i gotta do uh for work uh before i go to bed so again sorry about this episode if it's shitty let me know just attack me in comments anything will be cool you know, and or just completely ignore me, <laughs> as you always do. <laughs> and, and next week I'll I'll try again harder. So that's it for this time. Again, my bad. We're at thirty-seven minutes, close to forty, but uh, let's just end this shit. And I'll try better next week. Okay. All right. Thanks, y'all. Thanks for listening. My bad. All right. Let me get the fuck out of here. Later. <laughs>